When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to TGIF. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. And we are back with a brand new episode of your favorite show on the net. We're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Um, We're supposed to have another host with us tonight, but I'm not sure. We might have some technical issues. I'm not sure. Right now, it's going to be me and Al Reynolds rocking with y'all. We're going to see how this goes. What's up, Al? How you doing? What's going on, Claudia? <clears throat> so it's just you and I tonight? I'm not sure. Gary's supposed to be back with us, but I'm not sure because he's a little bit older than us, so sometimes he struggles with technology. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. I love my friend, but sometimes we struggle. Um, I just want to say this off the top of the show. Uh, Gar- having Gary around has reminded me about, you know, there was a time where I was on the show with him and Ricky Smiley and Headcrack, and we had a fantastic time. And Along the way, things went left between us. And um, I just want to say, for whatever was my part in our uh, falling out, I'm going to apologize to Ricky Smiley. And I want to extend an olive branch. I would love for us to uh, talk and um, kind of get back on track because we had some really funny memories going out on your boat. Although I did have jokes about your boat. And we used to have a really good time. And just having Gary around kind of reminded me of that time. And we haven't spoken since 2015. So, Ricky, Ooh, wow. if you're watching... Um, I would love for us to have a conversation. And again, I apologize for my part. And I would love to have a grown conversation with you. And we're getting older now. We 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 halfway to the grave. And I would love to clear up as many issues with with people as I could on my part. So I have to that seems so grown up for you. Hey. Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of this lately, you know. I mean, me and um who um uh, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, we had a, I had a few issues with people that I've squashed. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that Tamar Braxton and myself, we she came on out loud and we had a great talk and it felt so good to like release that. And a lot right. of times it's one conversation where you're like, I thought this. Well, then I thought this. I said this because... And then you end up being like, we wasted all this time. Okay. With that being said, are you drinking on anything tonight, Al? Because I have a migraine. I need something. Yes, I'm drinking a red wine and tea, but I forgot to bring it over here. <laughs> so on break, maybe, I'm gonna grab it. Well, maybe your butler can go get it for you. Uh, right, from the look right. of your your back, your setup, it looks like you can have a butler. None that I, none that I thought about it. Uh, Jason. <laughs> Is Jason his name? Who's Jason? No, that's my nephew. He's my assistant for the for the time being. Yeah, he's been working with me a couple of months now. Well, I didn't have time to make a drink because I was trying to put this hair piece on because I didn't get my hair together and get my makeup. And I try to come sexy tonight. What do you think about my top? I like it. I like it. You looking like a new woman. I realize I've been downplaying my looks and I feel like I could do a lot better. I'm like, why do I be downplaying? I should show my shit off and I'm showing right. my shit off. And here we are. I'm, gonna be, I'm giving y'all sexy on Friday nights. Okay. Hey, don't forget to put your questions in the chat for, uh, for Al and myself and if Gary joins us. Put your questions in the chat. We will get to them at the end of the show because it's Friday and that's when we get to turn up a little bit more. All right, um, let's get into the show. All right. Uh, during the interview, oh, I'm sorry, breaking news, breaking news. The Daily Mail, DailyMail.com uh, has reported Eddie Murphy has agreed to pay his ex-girlfriend and child of his mother, Mel B., $35,000 in monthly child support for their 15-year-old daughter. Uh, this comes after two years uh, after Melby filed papers requesting more financial assistance. What do you think about this amount, and what do you think about their their situation? Mm, this was this was interesting because she was already getting $25,000. So I, what, what happened? Like, what happened now that she has $10,000 more a month in expenses that she went back to get thirty-five, and the courts gave it to her. Well, they do live in California now. Hmm. I I don't know. Probably she felt like she was underpaid the entire time. You got NBA baby mamas that we never even heard of getting thirty thousand dollars a month. I I don't know. It is supposed to be a percentage of your income. So maybe mm-hmm. I, I know. Listen, I got some real tea right now. I'm gonna share this. Melby's ex-husband Stephen 
um, Delafonte Stephan has been wanting to do a tell-all with me for a long time. I haven't gotten to do it. I haven't done it with him. But he says he has a whole bunch of tea he'd like to spill. Would y'all, soulmates, would y'all want that interview? I just want to know, can you give me thumbs up in the comments or thumbs down? Uh, or do you not care? I just want to know. Would you want to know, Al? I'm not interested. I like, I <laughs> unless like unless I it was he... something really, really juicy. Like, what, what can he actually tell us about his ex-wife? Like she's right. freaky, she's nasty, she's into you know girls. Like what what can what can he say that's really gonna like shock us all? Well, there's a lot of you know allegations between those two, and she says some things about him, and I think he wants to clear his name and say that she is freaky and a bunch of things allegedly. I don't know. I was in their bedroom, but I just wanted to know what y'all thought about that. All right, moving on. Uh, during an interview with Gail King, Britney Griner's wife Sherelle spoke out about how Britney is holding up in a Russian prison. Sherelle said she has only been able to speak to her wife by phone twice. She said the first call gave her hope, but everything would be okay. But when it came to the second call, she said that that was the most disturbing conversation. She went on to say, you could hear that she was not okay. You know, if you think about a person just suffering and when they have suffered to a max, you could hear that she was at her max. This is super disturbing. And I can only imagine being in Russia, a Russian prison as a black female member of the LBGTQ plus community in a very hostile mm -hmm. country, how that must feel. Um, Al, what do you think about this? And be 6'11 or 6'9, however tall she is. Like, this was a tough interview to watch. Like, I felt Britney's pain in her wife's voice. And I felt the wife's pain when she said she's afraid that her wife isn't coming home again. But then I started thinking about this, Claudia. I I'm thinking, you remember after her sentencing, we basically went silent on Britney in the media. There was no other coverage of her. There was no updates. No, there's no nothing. This interview was the first one since her sentencing. So I started processing that. And I'm thinking to myself, this actually may be a good sign uh, that we're back talking about it. And I'm, I, I don't know. I felt hopeful that this may push um, Biden to do more and get her back quicker. Because that just that interview just did not settle well at all it really i really my heart strings were pulled from that interview here's the thing with these kind of cases i know people like are putting pressure on biden but really what can he do you know what i mean like this it ain't like usa is not asking and it, it's not like russia is not extremely pissed at america right now we've been sliding weapons to ukraine on a loophole in the low and we're not supposed to be so russia of course we're not getting any favors right now. We're not getting any favors for a long time. And now Putin's talking about using nuclear weapons and escalating this thing. He damn sure don't care about a black woman getting out of prison to make us feel better about ourselves. You know what I mean? And he's also an ally of Trump. Getting Brittany Griner out right before midterms would be a huge boost to Joe Biden. I think that the, they would never, he would never do it. But it's so sad, though, because there was a report that came out about a white woman that in Russia that had like five times as mo more weed or you know, had a whole bunch of cannabis and got like a three month sentence, something crazy like that. Like they, so it's not like they're that strict, like they are in Malaysia and the Philippines. This is clearly, you know, she's being used as an example, right? It's an F you to America. I think I feel that I, I, I just want to be hopeful though. And I, I'm going to say that I, we're going to have her home in the next six months. And when we get her home, you know what we need to do as the president of the United States, he needs to fund female sports, professional sports more. If we can find money for Ukraine, if we can find money for the cure of COVID, if we can find money for research to get money pox under, under wraps or under control, then we can start to pay those women more money so that they don't have to go to Russia so they don't have to put themselves in these types of situations just to provide for their self and their families. And while we're at it, we should definitely be um, really educating our athletes about what we cannot absolutely do out there. Don't even give them an inch. Don't give them anything where they could even snatch us up, unfortunately. And before we fund sports, fund Mississippi and get that water together because that's only $2 billion. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, moving on. President Joe Biden announced that he will pardon everyone federally convicted of marijuana possession, and he plans to declassify marijuana in the Control and Controlled Substance Act, which is amazing. That's huge. Biden tweeted, sending people to prison for possessing marijuana has upended too many lives for conduct that many states no longer prohibit. That's before... Uh, uh, 
that's before you address the clear racial disparities around prosecution and conviction. Today, we start to right the wrongs. Now, Biden also encourages governors to take similar steps to pardon state marijuana charges. What do you think? Biden, Biden, Biden. You know, you're getting a little clever, but I see you, buddy. Because think about it. This is supposed to be really good for us, right? Especially African-Americans. Or is it? Do you actually know how many African-Americans will be affected by this law? that will be freed and let out of prison. 6,500 U.S. citizens were arrested and convicted from 92 to 2021. Do you know how many black people will be released because of this? Nope. Zero. The answer is zero. And it's so funny because if you look at social media, everybody's so happy. Everybody's reposting this. Everybody's like, way to go, way to go, way to go, Biden. Well, according to NBC News, there is no one in federal prison on a simple marijuana charge. <laughs> Number two, according to the Washington Post that I read today, no one will be released because of this law. So who Nobody is it? Who is it actually helping? Who is it actually helping? You think the way it sounds and the way it presents, it was very positive. But until those states agree and enact the same thing, we're in the same position we were before this happened. Now, the only thing that I do like, it will set a precedence, right? It'll set a precedence for the states to follow suit. And that's where 98% of us, people of color, get caught up and have our charges. They're on the state level. So let's see what happens, Claudia. So I'll, I'm a little bit more optimistic about this because, yes, uh, maybe zero, I'm not sure of the number. I haven't heard that. It, zero, you're saying it's zero. Okay, we'll go with that. Black people are affected by this. De starting the process of declassifying this as a schedule, schedule A, whatever it is, drug, is super important. And that will affect Black people. And I do think that the fact that it, he... This is a push to get the states to do it, right? This is really mm -hmm. what this is about, because that's where the majority of us are anyways, right? In state prisons for weed. And we have to free some of that space up, because state prison is where you don't want to be. I mean, you don't want to be either place, but state prison is just tri tri trifling. Think of all the Black people that can't get jobs, funding, housing, loans, a mark on their credit, and all kind of stuff because of a, a weed charge. So I do think it is a big deal. Number two, I think it's a big deal because it is a campaign promise that he 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 can't affect the state laws. He can only do what he can do, which is federal. He can't make the states do it, right? He has okay, to, so how is it helping again? It's going to help because he's pressing the states. to He's pressing oh, the governors. Okay. He's encouraging. But the states have to agree, right? The states have to agree. And I think this will, there's going to be progressive states like, you know, that are already on board with Biden that will gladly take this on. Now that he's been given, they've been given the okay and the nudge by Biden. I, you know, I, I feel like, we do, Biden and Harris get a lot of, you know, criticism, and some of it rightfully so, being the, the crime bill and, and the amount of Black people that have been locked up. But if we can start uh, undoing some of these wrongs, I'm all for it. Right now, marijuana is in a category of heroin, the same category as heroin. That's the same schedule it's on. That is ridiculous. When people like me that are in corporate are invested in marijuana and make money off it, and these corporations are making money, why can't the individuals? So- Step in the right direction. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick commercial break. I believe Gary will be joining us in this next segment. If he can get that um his his, his Wi-Fi together, we're gonna <laughs> pray. We're gonna pray for him. Send the prayer, prayer warriors to him to get it together. We'll be right back. So Dish Nation and his own podcast, Gary with the T. What's up, Gary? Girl, <laughs> this is a damn mess. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Claudia, I went out and bought a new computer and everything because I'm in the country right now, visiting my mom. So I don't know how in the hell I would connect or whatever. And it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's too much. The devil is a lie. So you bought a new computer. And I know you don't like to spend your coins on things outside of fashion. So that was a big deal for you. Bitch, she's going <laughs> back, honey. If I had to sit there and use this the way I'm doing it tonight, oh, I'm bringing this computer back in the morning, honey. I need my damn coins. Well, we appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for filling in tonight. We appreciate you. Yes, and I'm glad to be here. Glad to be in service. One more time. <laughs> One more time. All right, y'all. Let's get right back into the hot topics. Uh, were you guys fans of the Scooby-Doo cartoon? Y'all watched Scooby-Doo back in the day? Yeah. Yes. Well, one of the cartoon characters is returning back to the screen with a twist. Some girl-on-girl -girl love in the new HBO Max movie, Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. It appears that Velma is a lesbian. We knew that, girl. This will be yeah. the first time that Velma's sexuality will be addressed in the history of the cartoon's franchise. 
But people took to social media to express their concerns. And surprisingly, many think it's unnecessary. Gary, you haven't been here for a minute. What do you think about Velma coming out the closet and, and she she with a she's she a lesbian? Did you see this coming? Yeah, it's not so much the idea, Claudia, that I saw it coming, but I am so sick and tired of people with the sexuality damn thing. Now you're destroying all the children's thought of Velma just having a mushroom haircut, like I looked at her ass, and just being a nice young lady. I mean, who cares? Who cares if she's a lesbian? I mean, who in the hell is she going with peppermint patty? I think it's I think it's brilliant I think I think it's awesome we know that Scooby-Doo the the franchise the cartoon has been around for 50 years that's longer than Bugs Bunny and that's even longer than uh, uh, the Simpsons and we know that those types of shows have a large influence on the young um, viewers it just does it teaches them a lot and Velma was always the genius of the group she was highly intelligent and the fact for her to come out as a lesbian kind of creates a different narrative for lesbians on platforms like that. I'm here for it. I love it. You know, Scooby-Doo... Sorry. No, I was going to say, Al, you became a damn um, flag holder for gays. I mean, it's just too... I mean, Al, every time I don't have to be talked about, honey. We need to leave something to the imagination. Let us think that, honey, you know, Velma is... Velma was out in our era, honey. She was out in the era that's today. So those damn kids, they don't know she should have helped us out then, if that's the case. Well, remember um, also, um, Gary, that this is for adults, right? This is an adult version of Scooby-Doo. So this is for oh, adults is to watch. Yes. This is one of their many properties. You know, they've done, all for Scooby-Doo, they've done 19 TV series. What, they've done two live action movies. They've, they've created up 40 animated films, uh, Scooby-Doo's you know, intellectual property. And so they're expanding it now. And this is going to be the adult version of Scooby-Doo. So I think it makes sense. And I like the fact that it's a lesbian being portrayed in a very genius way. I'm yeah, well, I only watched one Scooby-Doo, and that was the one when we was kids. So I don't know about these new ones. <laughs> I I'm going to say this, and I'll probably catch some slack for this, but I don't care. I say this okay. all the time. I, I say this all the time. Why does any sexuality have to be in cartoons? It's about solving mysteries. Like, I don't care what they do when they're done with the, and, I, and that's just not for the LBGTQ community. That's for the heterosexuals too. I don't need to know if Scooby was trying to get at the other one and scratch, whatever. Right. Like, all of it is a taking away from the story. Like, now this, I feel like it's, I feel like they're taking advantage of the trend. I'm sorry, of the times of really like getting attention. If you want to get attention for your show, your cartoon, just make one of your characters a member of the community. And I kind of feel like they're kind of exploiting the community when they do this. And it becomes more about that. Like, what about we just like get back to liking people and stories for the story and not for the gimmick of we've got a lesbian now. Exactly. We've I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I. I don't know if I can agree with that. I think some of these forced changes. I view it the same way that there were forced changes around the African Americans' ability to vote, African Americans being given the chance to go to college. You know, under you know equal opportunity, equal access. All these types of things um, were forced. So I think being you know forcing this narrative really it ends up being a voice for that underrepresented community. And and I, I don't have a problem with it. Well, it's not so I, much I, a problem with it. I just don't, I'm like with Claudia, I don't think everything has to be waved on the flag. I don't have to go, why do I have to go around telling everybody, oh, I'm gay, which I, I don't like that word, first of all. I don't like saying I'm gay. I like to say I have an alternative lifestyle. I don't believe in waving the flag and stuff because after you tell anybody all that stuff, then what's my consolation? I, I also don't like things being compared to the struggle of African-Americans. I think exactly. it's a, I think it's a huge difference. I think one with black people, it's a civil rights thing. It's a human rights thing. And I think with entertainment, I feel like the community sometimes gets exploited and, and may not even see it. You know what I mean? Like, I think mm -hmm. sometimes they do it for the attention. Like, Al, I know we covered a few other stories where it was like, we it's the same show, but they threw in a, a, LBGT community, a LBGTQ right. community member to get attention. And I'm like, it's almost like the token black person sometimes. You know right. I, mean? I don't know. All right, y'all. Well, we will definitely keep y'all up to date. And Gary, that was funny. Peppermint Patty and Velma. Okay, I see you. I see you. <sighs> I hope there's no Kanye story tonight. I kind of oh, I'm so tired of this Negro. I am Kanye'd out, you guys. And I just I want y'all to know, if they're trending, we have to talk about it.
Yeah. He's been in the news, but we're going to get to that later. Uh, following the news about uh, M.A. Yudoka scandal, Nia Long's ex-boyfriend and father of her oldest son, Dorsey, shared his opinion about the news. Dorsey said, uh, we talk uh, about family, and that's about it. Um, uh, it's all about unconditional love, and that's what she's giving him. We're sticking by him 100%. Dorsey continued, all I could say is good things. Good thing about Emmy. He's a good man. All these years, I'm happy he's in my son's life. Every man needs another chance. Like the Bible says, the flesh is weak. He's not a bad guy. Hopefully he's learned from this. What are your thoughts on Nia Long's ex adding his two cents and seeming like he's kind of like, you know, taking up for Emmy? Al, what do you think? Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I don't care. Honestly, I really don't care what he's saying. Like, I, I could care less what he thinks about the situation. I mean, I'm, I just, I kept looking at this and I kept reading and I kept trying to find a connection. I kept trying to want to understand what he's saying. And I, I why is he even talking about it? Why do we care what he says? But you know what? Let me tell y'all something, honey. This is what I think about it, honey. The bastard was getting free tickets to the damn game and he don't want those tickets to stop coming in. <laughs> That's what that is. He don't want the tickets to go <laughs> away. And not only that, why in the hell he don't sit there and talk about what the hell he did to damn, um, to, yeah. um, get the divorce. Um, yeah, what right. did he do? You know, I mean, he needs to shut up, though. But, I mean, how dare you sit here and have an opinion when you damn have a child with him? You ain't did it no damn better. So I, I, I what the hell with what he says, and he just needs to continue to get his damn free ticket and shut up. That's <laughs> how I feel about it. You know, I'm torn on this because I'm. Whenever I speak on something like housewives related, it's usually when someone asks me about it or if it's in the conversation, and people will be quick to say, "You're obsessed. You don't let it go. You need to let it go. You're obsessed." I'm like, uh, I wouldn't be asked about it unless I had a connection to it. So I do get right. if he was asked about it. But where they did came up from, I ain't heard. I never like uh, people interviewing him or did he just right? That's scary. Like, why do we care? Yeah. Why do we care? I don't I really, like. I don't understand that. Well, in more Yudaka news, uh, Daily Mail revealed the name of the alleged employee involved with the scandal with him. The woman has been identified finally as 34-year-old team service manager Kathleen Nimmo Lynch. And she's a married mother of three. And they keep trying to stress that this woman is a devout religious woman. She's a Mormon, allegedly. And they keep saying this. Um, first of all, 34 years old where... She aging like spoiled uh, organic bananas is what I had to say about this. <laughs> but that's what happens when you're out here in these streets acting all yes. unreligious-like un and you try to call yourself a religious woman, mother of three, and you were just so enthralled with it. So you, you're a victim here. I already know what's going to come. She's right. going to be a victim. I'm going to say this. I ain't capping for him. I'm not, I'm not capping for her because she's a woman. Y'all both dirty dogs. Everybody knew about Neil Long and this man. So knock it off. Uh, Gary, what you think about this? They finally revealed this woman. I feel like they protected her for way too long. Well, of course they protect you. Guys. Remember, honey, she's of European descent, so they're gonna definitely protect her. But I was shocked, honey, to let this woman is married, honey, and then she's a Mormon. How does Mormons operate? I don't know. Do what they have a bunch of wives and husbands? Because I never knew how the Mormons operated. They're not even supposed to drink tea because caffeine is bad for them. Like they have right. a very strict. I have a friend that was Miss Utah that made me want to make me an honorary Mormon, and um, yeah, I don't know. But dick not bad mm -hmm. for you. I mean, penis is not bad for you from somebody else's man. But right, but you can't drink <laughs> you can't drink Arizona iced tea, but you can screw the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Right. But wait a minute, let's break this down. Like seriously, let's have a really serious conversation about that. Okay. Let's talk about what we know. We know she's white. We know she's a Mormon. We know that she's a mother of three. We know that she was a travel manager. She's 34. She got the job through a family friend who was head of operations there and she worked in travel, right? Yeah. How did the, how did the two of them meet? How did the head coach of the Celtics and the travel girl meet? You don't go to travel. You don't stop by the travel office. You talk to them by phone and by email. Okay. How did they meet? Well, they must have met on the damn phone then. And you know how to right. like, I'm, I'm down so, so, so sexy <laughs> and you want to meet him and you know, because she knew he was a big coach or what have you. She probably right. said, well, I would love to meet you in Daiki one day. And you know, we can have coffee and we can talk about making plans for you or whatever. And before you know it, <laughs> before you know it, Neil was publicly humiliated because he was making sure making his her damn um, plan. And before you know it, honey, not all this mess that came out. It, it's just it's sad. It, it's a real sad situation. And it's one thing I've always said that I would never want to happen to me is publicly being humiliated. I do not like public humiliation, especially when you sitting up in some damn body's face. That's like me 
of smiling your damn face out and you screwing my damn mate. That right there burns oh, that's me horrible, up. right? That's so I, I I was talking to a, a a a friend, a guy in front of mine that's a said that they heard that this woman is a lot better look more better looking in person than the pictures that we've seen. Not that it's all about looks, but I want to can I I want to be shallow for just a moment and ask you guys this question: okay. Is it better? It, would would you prefer you if you okay, if you're getting cheated on? Does it hurt more if the person looks better or looks worse than you? What is worse? I know that's shallow, but just be just be shallow with me for a second. Al, what what do you think? Would you rather the person that you, they cheat on you be look better or worse? What hurt? What hurts more? Better. You want them to be that would hurt. No, no, no. I'm saying that hurts more. If the person, if you're if you're gonna cheat on me and the person that you cheating on me with looks better than me, then I got a problem. If they look worse than me, then I'm cool with it. You cool not with cool it. with it, but you know, it's it's I'm cool with it. You couldn't you because I I'm the prize. You know what I'm but saying? Would you be but, like, damn, you risked me for that? Oh, dusty, dried up, dehydrated. No, let me tell you what I will tell you, though, Claudia, the, the, the ones that are less attractive also give you the least amount of problems and are usually a little bit more freakier and do whatever the heck you want them to do. So I, that's they're more accommodating. Like, they, I mean, I, that's been my experience. So I, I kind of get it. I don't know, Al. I'm a former pageant contestant winner, and I'm pretty freaky when I love you. <laughs> you um, you're not going to lower your standards. <laughs> Gary, I'll reverse the cowgirl the hell out of you. Okay, Gary, <laughs> would you want the person, would it hurt you more if the person looked better or worse? Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm like, it would hurt me if the person looked better. But, you know, because I was in a situation like that. I mean, I had a friend of mine on the side. We were breaking up, and I found that goddamn queen, honey, who he was messing with, because I had to see her to see what my competition was. And I went to that girl house, baby, she looked a mess. I was happy. I'm like, oh, good. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> you drove to the house? I sure damn did, honey. I need, you need to know what your competition is, honey. So I went to this girl house, honey. You drove, you drove to the person's house that stole your, that stole your man? Well, she did so much stealing. But you gotta also remember too, though, what y'all missing the point though, honey. These guys, when these guys cheat on you like that with somebody that's less attractive because their self-esteem is low. His self-esteem was low because, you know, so it was hard for him to deal with somebody, you know, not saying that I'm uh, the prettiest button on the blouse, but, you know, I'm not <laughs> you go get somebody that's, you know, not as cute, honey, and there you have it. So, bam, so I was happy. I'm like, well, I know this bitch ain't as cute as me, so, hey, have her. <laughs> I remember in like ninth or 10th grade, I liked this boy and we ain't done. I was still a virgin. We used to just kiss sometime. And then I found out one of my little trifling friends, her name was Eve. And she used to wear a lot of black makeup around her eyes and had the little cut. He looked like such a little hussy back then. And I found out that they was messing around and making out behind my back. And until this day, I still remember that. That was about 30 years ago. Like it. Yeah. I know. But you know what? You you got to make excuses like, well, that's because she was probably giving it up and I wasn't. She's a whore and I'm not. She wasn't a whore. But, you know, all right. Fun time conversation. And of course, listen, y'all, some of y'all in the chat saying I'm obsessed with looks. Uh, I'm not obsessed with looks. I do like looks, but really it is yeah. definitely personality over everything. But let's not act... Let's not act like it don't matter, please. What, like, did okay. we decide, what did we decide? Did we decide if we want her to stay with him or or not? Did we decide has has the what what does Funky call it? The black delegation? <laughs> have we have we issued our vote on whether we want them to stay together or not? No. She don't need you to know, stay with him. She needs to leave. Why would you stay? He humiliated. Let me tell you something, Al and Claudia. I don't know how y'all think, but this is how I think. If you cheat on me. And you having sex with another damn person, you are taking what was supposed to be mine and penetrating it some damn body else. I don't like that. How did she feel when you did it? How did you kiss her? How did you stroke her, bitch? I think about all that. So no, you can't come back. Sorry. What okay. you think, Claudia? I don't know. Uh, Nia, <laughs> cheat back on him with one of the fine players on the team. And okay. Like that, like I can't go forward unless it's even. And I feel like the, uh, you ain't about to play me publicly. Oh, so this is a tip for tap thing. Yeah, I'm petty yeah. like that. 
Yeah. Wow. Right. He, but isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he African? Isn't he Nigerian or something? Aren't, aren't they used? Aren't they used to having multiple? Uh, wives well, you that type of thing? Right. You're Miss me with these people who found out they're one quarter African from from mygenes.com, and now they want to. Oh, that's my African culture. You grew up in Cleveland, probably. Okay. <laughs> that nonsense. All right, y'all. Great segment. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. Put it in the chat, y'all. Should Nia stay with him or leave him? What do y'all think? And we're gonna get back. To this and make sure you put your questions in the chat for us for the last part of the show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Go ahead and leave us some questions in the chat that you would like to have addressed at the end of the show. And we will try our best to get to them. The best questions will be uh, read and we will get to them. All right, y'all. If you're 50 or older, listen up. Did you know that Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance provides valuable whole life insurance protection to help cover your final expenses? It's true, and it can help with expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debts. It also uh, helps protect your family from financial burden of your final expenses. Now, if you're between 50 and 80 years old or 50 through 75 in New York, your coverage is guaranteed with this policy regardless of your health history. Now, there are no medical exams to complete, complete or lengthy health questionnaires to fill out. Simply visit GerbalifeFamily.com and premiums don't increase over time. The amount you pay when the coverage begins is the same amount you'll pay throughout the duration of the policy. Just answer four easy questions to get your free personalized quote instantly by visiting GerbalifeFamily.com. Now see the website for terms and restrictions. All right, we'll be right back with more TGIF. Go ahead and put those questions in the chat and we will read them at the end of the show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, people, let's get right back into the hot topics. All right, y'all, during an interview on The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne wasn't buying that Young Miami's podcast, Carisha Please, had actually tied with Drink Champs for the best podcast of the year and asked Diddy if he paid for her podcast to win. Check out Diddy's response in this clip provided by The Breakfast Club on Power 105.1. So you paid for that? No, I didn't pay for that. Drink Champs should have won that, that hand down. Because it was the best podcast Stop. of the year. Hands down. I love Carisha. Hands down, it was the best podcast of the year. All right, y'all. Um, Gary, let's start with you. Do you think Carisha Please is the best podcast of the year? I don't even watch the shit, but no, I don't think it is. If this girl just came out and you went in a big awards like that, come on now. I didn't need to stop lying. He did pay, but I didn't realize you could actually pay to win stuff in this damn time. I mean, would you pay? I mean, to get something that you didn't work hard for? Okay. I know a lot of his <laughs> artists is probably mad, like, how you pay for that and you still owe us? <laughs> Maze. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Maze, like, what you mean you paid for her to get that award? Okay. I'm still trying to get my back pay. Still trying. Allegedly. To get, but, nah, but you know what, though, Claudia, I think, though, he probably, because, I mean, Diddy, he, he, he got to do something to make this young lady happy. Being the um, person that he is messing with all these different women, and this woman here, and honey, she sat there and did all this stupid shit at the damn award shows for him and stuff, where he just blatantly overlooked her. I think he should have paid, do something to get her back in good graces. Gary, would you date Diddy if he paid all your bills? Bitch, yes. <laughs> and Diddy some extra money? Are you crazy? Yes, ma'am, girl. Yes, honey, he got a, girl, Diddy got a lot of damn money. I can sit here, we ain't gonna play this game, honey. Girl, you pay my bills and honey, keep me a nice little stipend. Yes, ma'am, honey. What would, the, what, would the stipend, what would the stipend look like, Gary? What did it need to be? Let me tell you something, Al. I'm not going to sit here and be crazy. I mean, you know, at least <laughs> some thousand. You ain't, I'm not trying to a get A couple of thousand? A couple of thousand? Thousands. Okay. And but look, though, I'll still keep my job at work. Girl, you're my extra change. <laughs> so, yes, they say everybody got a price. Okay, Diddy, everybody you got a price, right? You can Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder conceded that, that was a lie that he didn't pay. He definitely paid. Look, she only had what five, six episodes at the most. They don't come on consistently. We don't know when it's going to drop until the day before. Like every every dig on formula that you're supposed to have to have the best podcast, she's defied all those odds. Like. You haven't even done it in a year yet. Like, what are we doing here? It sounds crazy. Okay. Six episodes in and she got an award. We've been doing TGIF <laughs> for two years. We, uh, got, we got good ratings. The show, we, we be in blogs all the time. Even Cocktails with Queens, good ratings. 
What is going on? I'm gonna need someone to pay. Joyce us. and James. Joyce, Joyce and James. Are they listening? Joyce and James. Can y'all buy us an award? <laughs> okay. Whoever the richest person is at Fox Soul, I'm gonna need you to cut a check cut and a get check. us that same old thing. Well, you gonna stay broke? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we going in the wrong direction there. Uh oh. All right, y'all, speaking of going the wrong direction, a video of a man proposing to his girlfriend during a baseball game went viral, but instead of proposing with an engagement ring, he proposed with a ring pop. Y'all remember those ring pops? Yes. Check out what happened when she saw the ring. Okay, how would y'all have responded if that happened to you, Al? Let's start with you. You've been, you proposed to someone before and been married. So what would you do? At a major sporting event, you're right. At a major sporting event, right? And I spent a lot of money on that ring. Um, I don't know. I, I Listen, I felt like maybe she was embarrassed. That's why she reacted like that. Like, cause she, I mean, come on, you don't know. Maybe that was the, maybe that was like, an intro to the real ring that he was about to bring out. He was just playing with you. And for you to throw your drink in his face and slap him, that's humiliating. And if you love that man, you shouldn't be treating him like that in public just because he's playing a joke on you. It's hard out here in these single streets. As long as he's taking care of you, paying them bills, his credit is good, he sex on you and he makes you laugh, you better keep him. Stop playing these games. Uh -uh. Gary, I know you're a fan of diamonds because you and I have gone shopping a couple times and purchased some diamonds together. Thank yes. you very much for the plug. Um, what do you think about this? I think if I was him, I would leave her ass. First of all, you know, it's supposed to be known that white men are more friendlier. They like to have fun. They're jolly and they're very playful. And I had that being Keisha and Leroy, he deserved to get slapped. But I don't believe she did that. A white woman slapped a man and threw a drink on him? How dare she? That, that, that just didn't look right to me, Claudia. I mean, she shouldn't know that this man is a joke. So you're at a damn baseball game, girl. So why the hell would you see that and act like this? So I'm very upset, honey. If I was him, I would leave her, honey. She wouldn't get nothing. No thing. I'm thinking either it was fake or they just did it for attention. That's what I think. Like, because the camera was ready to film them and everything. Right. And then, a, a, you yeah. know, a ring pop. I got married before, it was a no, but I got married without any ring. He just asked me like, I wanna marry you and I don't wanna wait. And I was like, all right, you know, because I believed in it at the time. I was being, you know, I was young and dumb, but I believed in it. So, so where'd you get married? Where'd you Vegas, go? In Vegas at the Little White Wedding Chapel. I highly Oh, no way. In some jeans and- <laughs> What, you had on jeans? We, Cause I didn't know it was gonna, like I didn't know it was gonna happen. I was just going to Vegas for the week. Anyways, he gonna get mad that I'm talking about this. Oh, it was a no. But he didn't. Who was it? Who we was it? Who was it? Listen, we have moved on and we had a lot of beef for many, many years. So it's calm right now. So we're going to leave it at that. But I'm just going to say, if you love someone, you're going to marry them. Ring, no ring, big ring, little ring, no ring. You're going to marry them and y'all can work that out later. Because as much as I would love a big wedding and a big to do, if I'm in love with someone and they ask me, and it's not really, it should not be about the ring. But if he, maybe they had a long going fight about this. And then he let her on and maybe played her, maybe because it, if it if it was in fact real, she probably was sick of him, sick of the jokes. But I don't know. That was unnecessary to slap him because now I wouldn't recommend him marrying her either. Right. Let me ask you something though. Is it is it okay for the woman to ask? What do we feel about that? Are we still in this old school like the man always has to ask? What do we think about women that step up and ask their man to marry them? I would never ask a man to marry me. Oh. I would feel like. Cause I feel like a man might say yes out of pressure and not want to hurt your feelings. And then you never, you want to know that that man, cause marriage is more a thing for women, right? Like we, we benefit. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I would say maybe some because people could say more, right? Um, I would want to know the man really wants to marry me, you know, and I've been proposed to a few times and um, I, I it's yeah. the biggest, like not confidence builder, but compliment of you when a man asks you to spend the rest of his life with him because they don't really have to anymore. You get sex. Mm. Yeah. But Claudia, though, you let's go back. You say it's not about the ring. It is about the ring. You're not gonna marry me and give me no damn stick pin head diamond. I'm sorry. I need to have something that I need to see. So you need to have me a nice side stone, something that if you love me that much, that symbolizes to me. Because I know people that ain't about the ring, but it is about the ring. And we a woman marry a man, it depends on if the man has decent money. You are representing him. So he should want you to have a nice side diamond. He should want that. We should want that, but 
I don't know. I'm old fashioned and maybe that's my problem because I'm old fashioned in a modern world where everybody seems to be about the things. And I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm just not. Well, I also can afford to buy my own ring and a big one. So I'm not really tripping on that. So Ooh, nice. Moving well, on. You can too, Gary. I know you'd be trying to downplay your money because you want people to get jealous. Making all that money. I know. Gary be trying to act broke. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial. Gary is not broke. I've seen his cars, and I see his jewelry, and I've seen his closet. His Gary multiple cars. His Gary multiple is- homes. Let me tell y'all something, Damon. Do you know how long I have to lay on my damn stomach for this shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break on that note. You should and try about- your back, buddy. <laughs> All right. Hey, make sure you uh, put those questions in the chat for the end of the show, and we will read those questions tonight. We'll be right back for Gary, myself, and Al. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, once again, put your comments and questions in the chat for tonight. And chat room, y'all was being mean to Gary on Wednesday, but today y'all are really, y'all are really coming for your girl. I must be looking good tonight. That's must be it. Mm-hmm. Yep, y'all extra tonight. But I shout out to the ones that are showing love. I love you right back. Speaking of love and not getting love back, Marquise Jackson, you know who that is. He is the eldest son of Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Now, he recently hopped on Instagram Live to discuss the amount of money he receives a month from his father via child support. Um, According to Marquise, the $6,700 a month uh, he received isn't quite enough to maintain his lifestyle in New York. He feels like he deserves more. What do y'all think about this? Al, what do you think? What do you think about this? Um, that's a good question. Let's see. Um, $6,700 a month is not a lot of money in, in, um, New York city, but does he live with his mother, right? He's still underage. How old is he? Uh, I think he's about 13, 13, 16. No, he's about 18, huh? He's almost 18. I think he only has, if he's 18, why is he still getting support? I think he's on his last year. Oh, on his last year. Oh, so he wants more money now. Hmm. I don't know. If he's doing it by himself, he definitely probably needs a little bit more money than $6,700. I mean, come on. He's 50's son. You know, he has had an apartment. He's got to eat, move around, car, etc. Mm, I'm going to say 50 got the money. Annie up. Right. Okay. Gary? You know, it's a sad situation. Though. 50 may have the money, but my thing is if, if 50 says he's paying his mama child support, that means, honey, which he did say half of the money was going to his mom and another half was going to him. I never heard nothing like that. First of all, it should all go to her. Nothing should go to him. She should run the house and take care of him on that part. But then on the other half of it, uh, you need to get your ass a job. Honey, if you ain't able to work, go work. Work and get your dog on money and stuff. You can, don't live off your damn money. Live off your own money and stuff. If that's the damn case, if he's old enough to be working, yeah, what do you expect? Hold up, we are wrong, and we, you know, I, I hate when we get things wrong. He's not underage. They're saying he's 25 years old. Yeah, I thought he was. Really? So that changes everything. Um, if I'm 25 and I'm getting $6,700 a month from my dad, um, that that is that is extra money. Now, in normal relationships, when you have a super rich, wealthy daddy, and you're 25, 30, 40 years old, you you can be taken care of. But 50 Cent don't like Marquise. He actually he, he hates his son. He can't stand the mother. And he can't stand his son, so he's not gonna give him anything extra for being. It's sad, mm. but he's not, and he's not obligated. Unfortunately, what I would do with that, see, I would be working, and I would flip that money. That's enough to flip. You can buy some properties. You can do something. Yeah. With Imagine right. if we got an extra sixty-seven hundred dollars a month. I wish my daddy would give me a hundred dollars for some books I paid for. Oh, back in my college. <laughs> yeah, to work for it. But you know what, though, too, though, Tori and the sad thing about it is, though, too. I mean, look at Tori Spelling. Her dad, Aaron Spender, was the richest damn man in Hollywood. Look what happened. She ain't got nothing. She had to go work for it. Because, honey, when he died, baby, Miss Candy said, girl, you're on your own. Her mama took all the coins, honey, and baby, left Miss Tori out there, honey, like a little a wounded animal. So, <laughs> he's, um, so he's he's lucky, um, Mr. Um, 50's son, honey. He just should be happy and thank God, honey, he getting what he got. I wonder why he didn't leave her any money, allegedly. This is all allegedly, of course. Yeah, I know. Isn't that sad? Because your daddy had the, big, the biggest house in Hollywood. Well, you know, that's what Bill Gates said, that he's, that how he's going to treat his um his kids. Remember, Melinda Gates had to step in. Yeah. He said that he wasn't going to leave his billions of dollars to his kids. It was most of it was going to go to charity, and he would, you know, give them a little bit, but to the tune of maybe a couple of million, and that's it. Man, if he moved, to, if, if if Marquise moved to Atlanta or, or Texas or some of these other little red states, he'd be balling out of control with $6,700. Yeah. 
Because a lot of these celebrities, quite as kept, be making a little less than that and be looking real rich because they're renting yeah. $700 and they can spend the rest of it on designer clothes. <laughs> I ain't going to say no names, but Gary, <laughs> you know, there's a whole bunch of them down in Atlanta that are doing that now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Life Jennings is pushing back at the backlash he got from people for his claims that he sang to Jeffrey Dahmer in prison. Jennings wrote, drugs done killed and destroyed way more black families than Jeffrey Dahmer, but you're so disgusted by him, but have normalized drugs and songs and videos. What are your thoughts on what Life Jennings wrote? What, Gary, what you think about this? He is coming, he said, look y'all, drugs really? killed more than Jeffrey Dahmer. Is he defending Jeffrey Dahmer? Baby, that's what it looked like. He peed for that, honey. He like, y'all know you Negroes and shot up all each other and did all this shit. Here I am singing a lullaby for a man that ate a bunch of black men and y'all acting like David, honey. I um, committed a cardinal sin. So, I mean, you know, hey, you know, he, he, that's his right, honey. But I ain't mad at him, though, but it's amazing he's taking up for him. Because that's what it seems like. He's mm -hmm. taking up for him, honey. You know, like, people mad because Jeffrey ate all them black men. So, mm -hmm. What do you think, Al? Is he defending his friendship with him? or? Uh, I don't think he was defending it. I think life is being smart. He knows that he's on tour. He's got, you know, a couple more tour dates left in this year. And he's leaning into the conversation to get the coverage. We haven't talked about, I've never talked about Life Jennings on the show before. <laughs> and we haven't heard him in any of the major media outlets in the last, what, four or five years? So, hey, he's smart. I would extend the conversation to no. get all the traction you can. But, but Al, does that not sound like he's taking up on? Because if he's telling you dumb Negroes, more y'all ain't still kill up each other than any damn thing. And you're going to talk about me singing a, a song to a white man that ate up a bunch of people. It sounds like a defense to me. I'm going to say this. Life Jennings, I, um, you know, we cool, and um, you're a super talented person. If I was in prison or I had any connection to a serial killer who's extremely popping and relevant, I hate to say popping, but extremely relevant right now, why would you not? Like, it's the era of self-promotion. Right. People use anything to get, like, you know, people right. to look at the music. Why not? Now there's a bunch of people that weren't familiar with Life Jennings that were going to look him up and look up his music, and I hope it ends up becoming money in his pocket. All right, right y'all, before we go, we want to show some love to our fans in the chat and open up the floor for them to ask us anything, and I do mean anything. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Yes. Yes, dear. <laughs> okay, I thought we had a bumper. No bumper? Uh-oh, we're getting graphics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, let's get into the questions. Um, okay, you saw it said, I have a question for Claudia. Do you have any response to Kia dragging you on gag order? She did. Ooh. What happened? I don't, I don't know. I guess she was mad at some of our coverage. Remember I said she was ashy. She had the ashiest elbow I've ever seen in my life, and then she got mad. I was, it oh, was yeah, a fact that I wasn't a drag. I mean... <laughs> Listen, sometimes my elbows be ashy too, and I expect y'all to calm down. <laughs> no, I think Kia, we drug her. Kia, we Kaya, drug her that day. Kia, Kaya, I, I don't, I'm not, we're not in the same circles, baby. I don't really know what you're doing over there on your, on your show. I, I wish you the best, and I hope you keep, you know, uh, uh, doing your thing. I, I don't know what it is that you do. I, okay, you dragged me, Ann. It, it didn't affect any check this week, though. It didn't, it didn't affect any I don't have brown paneling behind me and drive an a, a ice cream truck as a car. So one of us is doing better than the other. Okay, uh, let's see. Question. Let me see another question. Uh, I have another question. Sorry, y'all. Give me some Alan and Gary question, you guys. Um, Lexi says, genuine posted you as his crush. Would you date him? I did see that. I went to go see him last night. Um, he says I'm his forever crush, and to him, I'm the most beautiful girl in the world. And oh, didn't y'all date before? We've hung out back in the 90s. No, no, no. Yeah. I said, did y'all date before? We ah. did a, a little bit. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. did. Just, a, just a little bit. Just a and, little bit. And he's still in love with me to this day. Oh, you oh. gave just a little bit. Oh, <laughs> y'all, for all y'all complaining and bitching that I don't give you no tea, I gave y'all some tea. Okay. Yeah, uh, I didn't see. know that. Okay, Christopher Le Live Love Livy says, when y'all got together at Cynthia's wedding, who was the messiest and the drunkest? Go ahead, Al. Al. <laughs> messy. I don't know if I was messy. I, you you weren't messy. I'm, I'm just a fun guy. I like to dance. I like to drink and I like to dance and I could do it all night, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, Al, let's see. Uh, this is for you, Al and Gary. Uh, old Whitney Houston or old Mariah Carey? Which one do y'all? Old Whitney Houston. Okay. Old Mariah Carey. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, Sean Allen, Claudia, damn, Claudia, are you going to make amends with Amorosa since you apologize to Ricky Smiley? Hell no. I will make <laughs> amends with that woman when she finally gets the headstone of Michael Clark Duncan engraved with his name and pays the credit card bills, allegedly, that she ran up after his death and when she gives him the respect he deserves. And I don't buy that oh. fake religious thing. It's cap. And this oh. is not the views of Foxhole. This is Claudia Jordan saying this. Oh. And who's going to check me, boo? Because it's all facts. I don't lie. I don't like how she did him at the funeral. And that's my personal thing with her. I know where are that is one person. I will. We, we, we good. Um, Amanda oh. says, Gary, what started your celibacy? What happened? What, what started you being celibate? <laughs> all my holes were patched. What? Oh, another question for Gary. Gary, are you and Miss Juicy still on good terms since you got out the hospital? Dude, oh, are we just gonna pretend like he didn't say all his holes <laughs> were patched? Yes, me and Juicy. I talked to Juicy like a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, Al, would you marry Claudia? And Gary, would you date Al? Oh, it's a whole. <laughs> we well, let me so. start. You know. When we speaking of Cynthia's wedding, because we were all at the <laughs> wedding, and I looked at Al. Al is he's an attractive man. He gave me man, but then he started flipping until it just confused me. So I'm like, uh-uh. But we could be good <laughs> friends, <laughs> Judy's. <laughs> oh, that was fun. We have a lot more questions. I wish we could get some all. So we will do. We will pick this back up on uh, next Friday. Gary, thank you so much for sitting in, sitting in with us this week. We really appreciate you. You're welcome, and it was so glad to be in service one more time. It was nice seeing you once again, Claudia, and nice seeing you, Al, as well, honey. You all always, so Gary. We want to thank you, Gary, with the T for joining us. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stick around for the house that's coming up next, and uh, make sure you rewatch this tomorrow and hit that like button and uh, you know show us some love. Thank you. Have a good weekend, y'all. College can be expensive, but saving now can help your students save later. Give your child's college savings a boost by registering for a chance at one of 25 $1,000 savings plan deposits for 6th through 12th graders. Sign up today at iowastudentloan.org slash register. Look for the Save Now, Save Later giveaway under the scholarships page. Log on and register today. That's iowastudentloan.org. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. And now shop what you love and save $2 on each participating item when you buy three or more with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.